Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Wednesday, September the 9th. Welcome along to the Kent Online podcast. Well, the big story today is all about the government's new efforts to try and stop the spread of coronavirus following a worrying increase in cases. You've probably heard by now, it means from Monday we won't be able to meet in groups of more than six people. Now, the new rule applies indoors and outdoors, as well as in pubs and restaurants, and there'll be fines for anyone caught breaking it. But there will be some exemptions, though, including including weddings and for work or educational reasons. Well, Ashford GP, Dr Jack Jacobs, has been speaking to Joe at KMTV. I think we have to all be really alert to the fact that there's a pretty good chance of a second wave coming at, at some point. Whether the second wave is going to be quite like the first wave, let's hope not. Uh, and I think that the uh, changing in the social gathering rules just reflects that, really. The only thing we really know work for halting this virus at the moment is social distancing. And it may be that the, the larger the number of groups just is not compatible if you're trying to reduce the spreads. Now, there was a council in Hertfordshire that blamed this change in on, on gatherings amongst young people. Do you think that's why they've made this change? Because of the rising cases amongst 20 to 29-year-olds? Do you think because they're more likely to hold gatherings? I think that is probably the case, yeah. I mean, I think we all know that uh, young people are not affected uh, pretty much by the virus. Uh, a lot of them remain asymptomatic and they've been pretty hard hit by the virus as well. You know, they've been not able to do things and that's really hit them hard. So it's, I think we can understand why they want to get together. But at this particular crucial time, as it looks like the spread is now not just isolated, but spreading wider through the communities. I think we're going to have to put uh, these more uh, stricter measures in place just to try and hold in check the spread um, for the time being. Do you think there could be another lockdown like before? Maybe not a strict, but something of that form? I think there's a good chance of that. I mean, I think that we have to be realistic. This virus has not gone away. We've all kind of just adjusted to, to living with it uh, and some of the consequences of it. Uh, many of us haven't really been fortunately affected by it, but it is still there. It genuinely does still pose a risk to all of our health. Uh, so it's something we just have to be really quite mindful of. You mentioned the importance of social distancing earlier, earlier on. Do you think that's the only thing that's key to limiting the impacts of a, a potential second wave? I think all of the sort of measures that have been talked about throughout, really. Uh, so we know that the social distancing is key for stopping the aerosol spread. Clearly, it's really important. All the other simple measures, uh, such as being outside, because it's less likely to spread outside, and washing your hands and keeping surfaces clean. I know it's something we're particularly trying to focus on in our everyday practice here. It's not easy because it's easy to sort of almost forget, but all those things are really key. Meantime, it's been revealed today an 84-year-old man from Kent may have been the first person outside China to die from COVID-19. Peter Atwood from Chatham fell ill at Christmas and passed away in January. New tests have found he had coronavirus more than a month before what was previously thought to be the first UK fatality. His daughter says Chinese officials are to blame for covering up the outbreak. And there are calls today for safer transport for school pupils after pictures emerged of a Canterbury bus packed with children, many not wearing masks. One concerned dad says the vehicles are so full, pupils are standing in the aisles. Well, Stagecoach say they're working with the council to try and do everything to safely transport children to and from school. 
You may remember this comes after we told you yesterday about a number of schools in another part of Kent having to send children home to isolate after confirmed coronavirus cases. Kent Online News. A man's been arrested on suspicion of murder following the death of a woman in Bexley. Police were called to a property in Beckett's Close last night where the body of the 66-year-old was found. The suspect, who's believed to have known her, remains in custody. Five more people have been charged following the death of a man in Bromley. Police were called to reports of up to 10 men fighting in Chislehurst in July before a 34-year-old was hit by a van nearby. A 32-year-old from East Morling was later charged with murder. A group of men aged between 22 and 30 are now accused of violent disorder and due in court next month. Armed police have found dozens of firearms, two suspected modern slavery victims and 17 dogs during a raid in Orpington. Hundreds of officers were involved in the operation at a traveller site in the early hours of this morning. Six people have been arrested. A leading transport boss is warning there's an 80% chance of chaos in Kent when the Brexit transition period ends. Richard Burnett, who heads up the Road Haulage Association, is concerned about the government's preparations for the export of goods through places like Dover and Folkestone from January the 1st. He's been speaking to MPs about it and says ministers just don't get it. There's almost a, a kind of self-belief in, in their own rhetoric at the moment. Uh, that everything will be okay. But the devil is in the detail and some of the fundamental things that need to change and some of the things that need to be invested in are simply not happening fast enough. There are now just 81 days until the end of that transition period. A Herne Bay man who pretended to be a teenage girl online and exchanged indecent images and videos with children has been jailed. Officers raided Mandy Ray's home in Bhutan Road in April 2018. The 22-year-old pleaded guilty to child sex offences and has been locked up for more than five years. Dozens of you have been commenting on this story today. It's about a man who's been given a warning by the council after trying to preserve an historic fountain in Folkestone that had fallen into disrepair. The 71-year-old was carrying out repairs and painting the Sydney Cooper Western Fountain when he was ordered to stop. He was served with a notice that comes under the Anti-Social Behaviour Act. The council say it's a listed structure, so needed the right permissions to be worked on. One commenter says this is why community spirit is disappearing. You have my greatest admiration, Mr Mooland. While another adds the council were heavy-handed but correct to step in, where you can add your thoughts at Kent Online. A Medway-based charity has launched a month-long campaign to warn women about the dangers of drinking alcohol while pregnant. It's feared many mums-to-be still don't fully understand the impact of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. It's when an unborn baby is exposed to alcohol and leads to things like learning difficulties, problems with speech and behaviour issues as they grow up. Well, Tracy Allen from FASD Awareness in Raynham is concerned cases could increase. Alcohol is sort of a poison, a teratogen, um, so everything um, when it's developing the fetus, um, it's so remarkable, like we all know, that process that um, we want it to um, have all the goodness really and the alcohol sometimes gets gets in the way really and it, it can affect um, the development. Um, you know, 
on lots of levels at different stages. So um, it can affect the brain, it can affect the facial features, it can affect you know um, the body, um, the, the internal organs. So it's just um, a little bit of a Russian roulette, you know, when that baby's developing and when you're drinking and you know lots of different factors. Um, you know your well-being as a mum and and everything really. So it's it's very complex and. Um, I think, you know, most people, especially in the early stages of their pregnancy, um, if they're not already planning a pregnancy, for instance, might not know they're pregnant for the first three months, maybe. And um, obviously that's when a lot of the development at that early stage is happening. So, you know, it's good to know if you are hopefully pregnant or you are thinking of having a pregnancy. Alcohol sales have gone up 67% in lockdown, obviously, and there's predicted that there could be a bit of a, a baby boom. And obviously, if people are unaware of the dangers of alcohol and they're, you know, isolated, drinking indoors more and don't realise they're pregnant, you know, then there could be the possibility, um, you know, which obviously we want to try and educate people. So this month is about highlighting this, educating people. And, and my belief is, you know, if everybody is aware of this, um, then everyone can be supportive and also it's just really just um, highlighting it because I think a lot of people think that you know maybe one drink two drinks you know it's fine you know. A former car showroom in Medway could be transformed into a wedding venue. A planning application has been submitted to convert the Medway Autos garage and workshop on the A2 at Raynham, which has been empty for more than 10 years. Developers want to set up a commercial kitchen, eight rooms for guests, along with a bridal suite and wedding gazebo. Finally, some sport today and in football, Gillingham have got another win under their belt after beating Crawley Town in the EFL Trophy. The Jills won 2-1 at Priestfield last night after goals from Verdane Oliver and Trey Coyle, who's on loan from Arsenal. Here's assistant boss Paul Rayner. Job done. I think it was a classic game of two halves, you might say. I thought we were magnificent. Some of the play in the first half was excellent. Probably, probably could have turned and should have turned uh, two or three up. And then uh, the tables turned a little bit. Maybe it was a little bit of fatigue. Maybe uh, we allowed the game to become a little bit too open and uh, allowed Crawley too many chances, particularly at the end there. So it was a little bit fraught at the end there. But as I say, there were some tired legs. I think the guys will certainly benefit from the 90 minutes. But as I say, another another win under the belt you know, to take in. We, we gave the boys a, a little bit bit of a you know what we wanted before we went into the whole city game was was two performances you know 90 minutes under the belt and two wins and, and they've delivered that you know there's some good things we're pleased with there's some things we need to work on but that's that's in every game they travel to Hull City for their first League One game of the season on Saturday. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. To do that, head along to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.